Alright, this is Dude to Bet Sports. Dude to Bet Sports, it's your favorite show. Dude to Bet Sports, where degenerates go. Dude to Bet Sports, time to change your approach with Aaron Holderman and his father, the coach. Let's try. Well, Associated Press is full of shit. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Dudes Who Bet Sports show. We're going to be betting horses today, Papa Dude. We've got uh, a little bit of Belmont action uh, that we're going to cover, and I'm sure we'll do questions at the end. How's it going? Been a week since we've we've been here. How you well, doing? That's right. Uh, how you like this weather? Nice, isn't it? I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like walking outside into an oven. Yeah, yeah. I I love summer, but I don't like this. No. No, it's this not. is awful. Yeah, it's for it's uh, a while ago. We just got back. It was 102, as according to the uh, temperature thing in the car, and those things are pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yep, 102. Uh, no relief in sight for tomorrow. <clears throat> I think it's supposed to get a little bit better this weekend. So, yeah, it's going to cool down to the the 80s. I think on Saturday, so that'll feel like 70s after these last oh, yeah. few days so I feel like uh uh winter <laughs> yeah. oh i know yeah yeah i i mean it's 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 pretty crazy uh just how dang hot it is yeah shoddy lives in the same part of the country very yep. hot uh doc tang join us hey doc how are you doing today um i know Good how you're doing. you i talked to you so yeah remember uh, as he says remember my would you rather from a couple of weeks ago yep. winter or summer and she and I chose winter, and you thought we were crazy. Well, today's the kind of weather I do not like in the summer. Very much so. I, I agree yeah. with that. I would still take this over cold, though. Uh, okay. I say that, but it's hot. Yeah, the dog's laying right here by me. She's, uh, <laughs> she's been dying of heat today. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> Can't let her outside too much. So, no. Uh, yeah, no. She's, she's old, and the heat bothers her. So. Oh. Just well, I, I can feel for her. I'm the same. I tell you, the heat just saps me. It just does. Uh, unless I'm at the ocean or somewhere where I can jump in the swimming pool. Then I'm all right. But, yeah, it just saps me. I was riding around teaching drivers the other day, and that car and that sun is just beating through that windshield, and it just wears you out. It really is. Yeah, I could see how that would be the case for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get to it. Hopefully we can be hot at Belmont Park coming up. So we're going to okay. do the Belmont Park pick five, late pick five on Saturday. Uh, I did it for a couple of reasons. One, we don't really have a ton of sports to talk about. Two, Magic Mike did Woodbine. So I was like, well, that leaves Belmont wide open for somebody to take. I'll go ahead and take that. So we're going to do the Belmont, Belmont Park late pick five on Saturday. Let's just kick it right off. I'll put the races up on the screen here where, where we're going to start uh it's it's a it's a belmont uh or excuse me it is a late pick five with two stakes races involved so i think this is going to be kind of a fun pick five mm-hmm. uh let's start it off race six it's the dwyer stakes grade three race two hundred thousand dollar purse for the three-year-olds uh of course last year this is where charge it ran so huge um this year field of six you got fort bragg as the favorite papa dude who did you like here to kick us off um, well, I think of the sequence we're going to do here, this is one, I, I'm, you may disagree with me, there's only six horses, we got to go very light on this, don't you think? Yeah, I think we, we can go short here. Yeah, that's what I meant, short. Mm-hmm. Um, you know how I feel about Ford Bragg, I don't really like the horse that well, I would like to single this horse in this one, and you could probably talk me into it. Mm-hmm. 
but the horses only won once. Now, granted, the last four races have been a gra- two grade twos or three grade twos and one grade one, mm-hmm. and nobody else has been in that kind of competition uh, in this race that's done anything. So you, we got to take that in consideration. Is this a huge drop for him? And this class drop is going to benefit him. Mm-hmm. Or are they just trying to get a win or are they giving up on him? So in those stakes races, he's finished third in a grade two, losing by seven and a half. He finished five, uh, fifth in a grade two, losing by five and a half. In the uh, grade one, the Florida Derby, fifth, losing by nine. Mm-hmm. And then in his most recent outing on Kentucky Derby Day, in the grade two Pat Day mile, he finished second by a neck. That's showing some improvement. That was a good race. So the other one I like is the two, uh, Saudi Crown. So, you know, we're going short here on price and numbers as well. This horse is two for two. Uh, looks like an up-and-comer. Brad Cox, I believe, is the trainer. So those are the two I looked at. Did you see anything else you liked? Yeah, I. By the way, I should have mentioned we're doing a combined ticket, so we're gonna like go through all our thoughts, race uh, race five, uh, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, and then we'll go back and and trim the ticket down and have a combined ticket. So, uh, I I just looked at this and said, well, for this race, we go two five. If we have to trim past the two five, we can do it at the end. But I think it's a two horse race. Saudi Crown, you mentioned the two horse for Brad Cox. This horse has been uh, pretty good in two starts, but taking the big step up in class today. Yeah. I think Fort Bragg is is the horse to beat. Uh, when they cut him back to a mile, uh, he ran exceptionally well uh, mm-hmm. in that day mile. And, you know, here we are in this spot. He was going to run uh, in the Woody Stevens, had to scratch out of that race. Uh, I, I think he's the one to beat. He's been working there at Belmont. But I'm with you. I mean, as far as like how we're structured or how we're going to handicap it and then we'll go back and structure it. It really seems like two five. I don't think we need to talk about much else in this race. No, and this is one where we can take a shot at going short. Yeah, for sure. I, I mean, we're gonna use the two five or just well, I don't know. We'll we'll come back and debate on exactly. who the single should be if we have to get there. How about that? Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, but there are some hard ones as we go on through this that we're gonna have to go deep. Yeah. So all right, we're gonna write down two five. Uh, uh, on my notes here. So that's, that is for the sixth race. Let's go to the seventh race here at Belmont. Uh, like I said, I think this is where the hard ones, yeah, I mean, they kind of start uh, mm-hmm. race seven, uh, another race on the dirt and allowance this time, another race at one mile, uh, $95,000 purse here for this allowance is a field of nine. Uh, yeah. This is where it gets a little bit tricky. Uh, what did you think in this one? Uh, well, I I've got four, that I'm looking at. Do you have more than four? I have I have five written down right now. Okay. Uh, I'll just start with the one I like the best. I like the four the best. Okay. Uh, two straight wins at this level and at this track. Yep. So that are two really good things for me. And it's at, uh, he won a, uh, at a mile. And then came back at a mile and a 16th and one. Now he's back to the mile. Uh, Daddy knows is his name. That's the one I think we definitely have to put on the ticket for sure. Mm-hmm. And if I was picking a winner at four to one, that's the one I would pick. Um, 
I also like the three a little bit. Uh, Brew Pub, last three races have been pretty good. The second, first, and the second. So I don't think we can hold that one off. Uh, probably could be talked out of it, but I kind of like him. I don't like the favorite as well. Okay. Uh, bad to the bones. Uh, last two races haven't been bad. Both allowances, both at Churchill. Uh, one at a mile, one at a seven and a half furlongs. Dead heated for second. Uh, third. Almost won that, though. Very close. So probably got to put him on there. And for a price, I went with the eight. Uh, Winter's Lion. Um, probably could be talked off that one, but I, I kind of liked his last race finish second. Looks like he's running decent. Uh, tried him on the turf, didn't work out too well. So back to the dirt, finishing second at a mile, and this is a mile too. So the four I have are the one, the three, the four, and the eight. Well, those are the four I've got as well. Um, I, I kind of like the eight quite a bit. So I think the eight's going to have to be on the ticket. Winner's Lion. It looks like uh, Doc likes Winner's Lion as well. Uh, you said it. You take off the turf races, which they tried it three times. He, he never was great. Wow. Um, he looks pretty darn good to me. Second by a head last time out this level here at Belmont. Uh, broke the maiden at Oakland Park. I, I think that's interesting as well. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I, I like this horse quite a bit. Uh, and like Rob said, you got a Japanese bread and an Oki bread in the same race. So the eight winners line an Oki bread uh, as well. Yeah, and I don't you think it's fascinating that he's an Oki bread but has never run in Oklahoma? Yeah, I mean, they obviously kind of they, they've got bigger ambitions for this guy. Um, uh, yeah, I, I, I do think it's interesting. I. I, I don't really know why that is. I think just, you know, sometimes the ownership group, they don't want to, you know, even though they're an Oki bread, they, they run here. So, or yeah, Churchill, that's true. so, and the three races on the turf, I think were interesting. They were all stakes races. They were minor stakes races. Mm -hmm. So they tried them on turf and three stakes races. I think that's a little interesting as well. So kind of a horse, maybe they haven't quite figured out what to do with him, but now they're back to where he's run the best. Yeah, I would agree with that. I, I think they they tried, you know, turf. It didn't work. Now they're just kind of, okay, we're going to go back to what he can do. So yeah. I like the eight quite a bit. I like the one, too. I, I think it's a consistent horse since uh, getting over to Mott. Two races in a row looked pretty good. Stretched out last time. I thought improved. I, I think the horse is going to be tough here as well. Uh, Daddy knows another horse, like I said, had won two in a row like him. Um, the three, I had the three written down as well. I also wrote down uh, the seven. I thought that horse was pretty interesting in this spot, uh, Baris. Uh, this horse, you know, coming out of, of State Bread Company, um, coming out of a stakes last time out. But I think back to a mile, he's interesting. Uh, I, I put him on here as the initial kind of ticket uh, before we kind of cut it back. Okay. What do you think of the seven? Well, I didn't look at him until you just now mentioned it. So I'm kind of <laughs> glancing at him now. Uh, has been running in much better than this. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, you could talk me into that. He's running in a lot of really good races in yeah, his career. I, so. I think he's decent. Um, yep. Yep. I, I've, I put him on there. Like I said, I, I know this is a tough one. Um, so, you know, like Shoddy likes the uh, six and the eight. The six isn't one we talked about, but that's Linda Rice, who's been winning like crazy. Uh, I, 
he's first off the claim for Linda moving up in class. I mean, you could talk me into the six uh, on mm -hmm. that off the claim, but don't have it written down as of now. I'm going to go ahead. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and put it on this on my scratch paper. Here. Okay. So we'll come back because that's, that's going to be one we're going to have to narrow since I've got six. Me, the six. And I, and I see why shoddy likes, he likes the horse hasn't run in as many quality races, I think as these others. Well, I think the key to the six is, do you think the Linda Rice off the claim is going to move the horse up? Um, yeah, maybe. You know, the horse was with John Sheriff's early uh, and then with Bill Mott. So, look, I mean, she's been moving them up. Uh, so it's it's very possible that she could move this horse up. But, yep. yeah, I, you're Linda. right. I mean, the horse, if the horse doesn't improve, I, I don't think the six can win. So, but, like I said, she's been doing that. So, yep. We'll see. All right, let's go to the eighth race here. And like I said, we're going to come back and narrow all this down. We're yeah, not just flying. I'm writing through. this one down too. All right, I got it. Okay, field of 12 here. This is a, now we're going to go to the turf. Starter allowance uh, horses here going a mile and a 16th. Field of 12, we got two main track only. So hopefully we don't have to mess with those as we're on the turf. Like I said, field of 12, a uh, big, big uh, group here. Uh, the favorite is debatable who it's actually going to end up being. The two is the morning line favorite. All right. Who do you who do you like in this one? Well, I think this for me, this was the hardest. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's this is tough. Yeah. Yeah. I I really don't like anything, <laughs> to be honest with you. Uh I wrote down the two, but hasn't, you know, it's, it's I can't see that it's done a whole lot. Um last uh our races this year, and it allows finish fourth, losing by five. Uh, finished third, losing by 13. That's not a very good third. Mm -hmm. uh, finished second and an allowance, losing by nine. And in, in this uh, uh, class, starter allowance, 65,000, did finish second, losing by head last time out at Belmont on May 11th. So I think going by that, you know, got to kind of look at it probably because maybe this is where the horse belongs. And it was at this distance. So I've got him on there. Uh, the five, I've, I have uh, forwardly, Chad Brown, trainer, one of the reasons I've got it on there. Hasn't ran, though, since December of last year. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that means much. So it's coming off a long layoff. It ran okay um, last year. Not great. But this is a race that there's not a lot of great horses in. So Chad Brown on turf. Horse isn't any worse than anything else that I see. At five to one, I've got him on there. So I mean, but I can be talked off of any of these. Uh, the nine I have, Broken Spur. Um, just broke his maiden though the other day, May 27th, in a claiming race, $75,000 claimer. It was pretty impressive. It has ran well. Finally broke the maiden. Um, so it's just, you know. How much faith do you want to have in a horse that just broke its maiden a $75,000 maiden claimer? Mm -hmm. That's always sketchy. And then my longer price is the 12 Kingfish Stevens. Uh, has been running decent. Uh, again, the only win was a lowly $25,000 maiden claimer. That's a red flag. But then came back in a $55,000 starter, finished third. 
Another $55,000 starter finished second and then was in a stakes last time out at Pimlico and finished fourth in a stakes race. So I don't really like any of them. Um, I hope maybe you have some more insight in this one, but I wrote down 25912. Yeah, I, we're we're similar again, which is kind of kind of good to see based on how how crazy this race might be. I I really like the nine. Um, I know that I know it's coming off of just a maiden claiming win last time out. Um, you know, and I know facing winners for the first time can be difficult, but I really like this nine. I think okay. this is a nice uh, or, or not a a nice horse for this level, I should say. I like horses at kind of these lower levels that can get out in front. That's what this one can do. So I think the nine uh, could kind of take this field gate to wire. Pretty interested in the nine. I also, and, and, and Doc mentioned this horse as well, I kind of like the 11. I think the okay. 11 at 12 to 1 makes a ton of sense here. Um, so I wrote down the 11. Uh, this horse came within two links of winning last time out uh, at this level. Mm -hmm. I think the horse gets a little cut back in distance back to where he won at the 30 K level, uh, three races back on the turf. I, I don't know. I think at 12 to one, the horse is a little overpriced. I, I think, I think this is one you could work on the ticket here. So I've got the 11 wrote down as well. That's kind of the, the different one. Um, no, no argument on the 12, you know, the two Timbuktu, it, it's certainly, Feels like one we need to use. I mean, Dutro has the horse now, uh, got second only by a head last time out in a very similar race. Uh, I, I think he'll run pretty well. So I have two, five, nine, 11, 12 wrote down. Okay. Um, like said, we're going to have to cut it down, but I think that's the, that's the good start there uh, okay. for the ticket. So uh, any, any thoughts before we go on to the next one? No, I think we're pretty much in agreement on them and then we'll just have to start whittling it down a little bit as yep. we go through this yep I, I i'm with you all right i think this is the critical race right here i think we got to okay. be right in this race all right i think we're gonna have to go short in this race I do so too. the la uh, second to last leg here the john neurud stakes seven furlongs two hundred fifty thousand other purse this is a grade two race field of seven we're back on the dirt like i said seven furlongs i think that's a big key here all right let's hear it where are you going? This is a good one. This is the other stakes felt like a two horse race. This doesn't really feel no, like a two not. horse race. Yeah. I agree with you. This is a toughie uh, because they're, they're similar, you know, they yeah. really are. Uh, I've, I've got Candyman rocket. Number one, uh, definitely, you know, it's one, four out of the last five. Uh, only one of them at seven furlongs. The others have been at six, but you know, it does have a does have a win at seven furlongs. Coming off a win, uh, won the Grade Three Run Happy at Belmont on May thirteenth by a length and a half. Uh, that's impressive. Uh, don't know what happened at Oakland on the fifteenth of April in the Count Fleet when he lost by fourteen links and finished tenth. That's I think I think you just throw that one out. I do too. Yeah, I just think you just something went wrong, didn't like track, whatever, got a bad start, whatever it was. But other than that, pretty been pretty flawless. So I, I just I think you're gonna have a hard time talking me out of putting him on the ticket. Mm -hmm. Um I've always liked the three Wayburn, you yeah. know, this horse always brings it. 
you know, he's scary to leave off. He doesn't win a lot, so that's something to look at. Uh, he's ran pretty good this year. Second in allowance, won 100K stakes at uh, Gulfstream, and then finished third in a grade three Westchester uh, at Belmont on May 5th. So he's won. It's a consistent horse. Then you got the five, uh, Little Vic, another one that's a pretty good horse. Been running really well. Um, didn't run will, real well in a grade one, the, the Carter at Aqueduct finished sixth. But up, in, up before that, he had finished either first or second in five straight races, and all of them stakes except one. So, you know, I don't know how you leave him off. I mean, you can talk me out of it. And I've always liked the six, Sheriff Bianco, another one. Been running really well. This is a hard race mm -hmm. to narrow it down because you can make a case. For, you know, there's three technique up there. There's twisted ride. You know, these are. this is a great race. And yeah, you're just going to have to decide which one you like the best. I yeah, I think I think a big part of this race is going to be the pace. It, it looks pretty fast up top to me. Um, when you look at Candyman, oh, yeah. Rocket, Twisted Bride, Little Vic, <clears throat> I think they're all going to be right up there on the lead, and I think that sets it up for a horse like the Six, uh, Sheriff Bianco. Mm -hmm. And a horse like the three, Weyburn. Weyburn is really interesting to me, running first time for Todd Pletcher. Um, getting back to seven furlongs, I think that's definitely his best distance. Um, he's just a horse I've had a lot of luck with uh, in the past. I, yep. I've been able to get him right when he was going to run well. I, I think he's way too interesting not to use. I, I, I've got him as a definite use here. Yep. Uh, I've got one, five, uh, one uh, three, and six. Wrote down. Three and six. Mm -hmm. I, okay. I am worried about the five. I'm going to write yeah, down the, the five <laughs> as well if we can use them. Um, we'll debate on that. Uh, it's a, this is a toughie because uh, we are wanting to go short, yet you can make a case for so many of them. You basically, well, I mean, we're going to, we're trying to play a ticket that's, you know, we're going to, it's like a combined ticket if you split. So like around a hundred bucks and, and when you do that, you got to go short in two legs or you got a single and then go semi short in a leg. Um, and that's, that's where the problem kind of lies. That's, I, I, that's right. <laughs> first leg, you can certainly go short. And then after yeah. that, you're going to have to be right somewhere where you're going short. Yeah. So, all right, let's go to the last leg. Uh, we've got one, three, five, six written down. We'll go to the last leg, and then we'll come back, obviously, and start to trim this thing down. Um, it's not an easy last leg either. Oh, no. <laughs> we've got Maiden claiming 40,000 New York breads on the turf here, going a mile and the 16th. Uh, field of 10, you do have a bunch of also eligibles uh, that, uh, like I said, hopefully no scratches and we're on the turf. We don't have to worry about those. But field of 10 here uh, and another race that it, it – I don't know. There's one horse I like quite a bit, and the rest of them I'm just not sure on. No. Um, I only wrote down two horses in here, but I want to hear. I want to hear what well, you say because there's other well, ones. Thanks a lot. Because uh, <laughs> I don't like any of them really. Um, See, well, that's the problem. Like it, to me, if you go past a couple of these, you could almost go six or seven of them, right? And that's yeah. why it's like, okay, here's two horses. I think they're just a bit better than the rest. Maybe we can get away with it. But who did, who did you see? Who do you like? Well, I wrote down 
four, but I really only like three. Okay. Uh, I wrote the two. Yep. Uh, and the six. Yep. And the seven. Okay. That's who I wrote. All right. Talk about. Let's talk about talk about the seven first. Okay. Um. Well, I, okay. I'm looking here. Why did I write him down? Uh. <laughs> I don't know why I, I I don't know. He's just, he's, he's got a couple of seconds on there Yep. at this level. Yep. Um, he didn't run very good last time. That worries me a little bit because mm-hmm. he did run good the time before that. So it was at aqueduct. He finished second losing only by a length and then comes to Belmont and finishes seventh losing by five. So that's a that's a issue. Now is that the one you like the best? No, I don't like the seven. That's okay. why I said go for the seven first. Okay. Do you yeah. like the six the best? Uh, I I like the two the best. Okay. Um, I I think that so we'll talk. I like I I went two six one. You got two six seven. So I wrote I wrote down one two six. I have seven. I have one written down also. So okay the the two. To me, it's like okay, we tried that. We tried the turf last time out. We didn't, still didn't run very well, but we we ran better. Uh, it was at this level. Didn't get out of the gate at all. I think second time on the turf, the two's going to improve. Um, so that's why I've got the two on there. Okay. Um, the six to me, your mission. The other one coming second off of a layoff. Um, you know, last time out was second at this level. Finished ahead of the two. I just feel like they're the two better horses in the race. I do too. Um, yeah. Yeah. If you just said name your top two, that would have been them. I would not have gone with the seven. So yeah. this is a, this is our dilemma. This is the type of race, as you said, if we go short, we got to go, we got to get it right. And mm-hmm. you know what I always say about these kind, although this isn't a, a, really low maiden claimer. It's not that low, but it is a race where I always say this, all 10 of them can win and all 10 of them can lose. Yeah. Not quite ready to go there because $40,000 is not that low a maiden claimer. I usually say at about 10,000 or 12, five maidens. Yeah. Yeah. So there are two logical choices and I think it's the two and the six. And this is just one. I think if we're going to go short, those are the two we're going to have to use and just not worry about a long shot or a price or anything like that on this one. Yeah. Um, I mean, yes, we can go short. We talk ourselves into going short on the nine race nine. Yeah. I, I think you're going to have to go short on one of them. Um, I do it's like I said, the, the first one is a, is a no brainer to me where you go yes. short and then it, it just, I don't know. It gets a little bit dicey after that. Um yeah. All right. I'm going to write down, let me write this down here. I'm going to go with the one, two, six, seven, and then we'll come back. So, okay. all right, let's, let's go back now. We've kind of got who we like, kind of the horses yep. we like for each race in a perfect world. That's who we would play type of situation. Um, but now let's go back and <laughs> it's not a perfect world. and <laughs> Let's <laughs> narrow this thing down a little bit. Uh, look, you got the Dwyer to kick us off. Do do we single the five or do we go two five? That's the first decision we're gonna have to make. That's right. Well, any other time, and 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 I could do it this time too. 
I would look at that five and I would say it's a no brainer mm-hmm. because of what the horse is running mm-hmm. compared to the two. The two has not proven anything. Right. The five has ran in grade ones, grade twos, and has ran respect respectfully. Five as the trainer, you know, Bradford, of course. If we're going to go short, or if we're going to single, it's got to be this one, yeah. my opinion. Yeah, I, I don't think you singled the two. Um, no, I don't either. It's a situation for me. If the five gets back to that Pat Day mile effort, the five's going yes, to race. I agree. Um, I always hate to single the first leg because if you miss it, you've spent all that time doing these others for absolutely nothing. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, let's leave it at two five. Let's go. Let's let's come back to it. And let's because let's see if we can well, narrow down some of these other ones. Um, so if you go to the next leg here, race seven. Uh, we wrote down one, three, four, six, seven, and eight. Mm-hmm. I, I, we're obviously going to have to cut. Well, not obviously, but most likely we're going to have to cut a few of these. Uh, like I said, one, three, four, six, seven, eight is who we've got wrote down. Yep. <sighs> to me, this is the hardest one to cut. I agree. So let's think about this. If we single the five, we could keep all six of these. Maybe. I don't know if we could keep all six. We could. Okay, well, let's look. If we single that five, and we just get 30, 420, yeah, we're going to have to cut somewhere. Uh, I don't, you like the, you know, that one's pretty consistent. Mm-hmm. I don't think we can cut that one, three, or four. That's the thing. I just, uh, I don't think you can cut the eight either. Okay. Um, I like the seven as well. After you pointed it out, I would cut the six first. We could cut the six. That's one that's going to have to very have a very big improvement in here. Um, I'm going to take the six out. Okay, that's the logical choice. Okay. So that, that leaves us one, three, four, seven, eight. Let's go to yeah. the next. By the way, this is what we do when we go to the track together. This is how we sit down and do it. That's why we're doing the show kind of like this. Um, it's kind of fun if you go with a friend to kind of kind of do something like this. So and we also split the ticket. Correct. Yeah. So let's go to the eighth race. Two, five, nine, eleven, twelve is who we've got here. Okay. Um maybe I'm dumb. I think this is a little easier of a race than the one before. Okay. Um, gosh, the uh, <laughs> you got to go back on that now. <laughs> to me, you either cut the eleven or the twelve. I like both of them. I do too. Um, do you cut a uh, Chad Brown horse in a turf race? No, I don't think so. I okay. I like the nine going gate to wire. I do too. So that leaves us the two who hasn't won in a long time and has only been running okay. To me, that's the logical one to cut. But yeah. Let's leave all five of them for now. Okay. I just, I, I have trouble uh, in that one. I have trouble. All right. Let's go to, let's go. We're doing real good. I think we've cut one horse so far. Yeah. Yeah. 
All right. To me, say this is a pretty hard pick five. This is a hard pick five. I, I don't think it's impossible, though. Okay. Um, I think it can be hit. You just, I think it's the structure is harder than the handicapping, is, okay. is my opinion on this. Right. Meaning it's hard, it's going to be harder to get it right where you go short and where you don't than, than yeah. having the horses. Um, okay. We had the one, the three, the five, and the six in this one. Ooh. I I want to go I, short, but man, I could be talked into dropping the five. The five is little Bill. If he comes back and beats your ass, you're going to be so pissed. I know. I, I've never liked him that well. Um, I, I don't think he's good enough to beat these kind. That's okay. where I'm at with him. So you you I believe you have three. No, you have two of these. The one and the five are going to go out in front, right? Well, the one, the four, and the five. But we don't the have the four. We don't have the four listed, though. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Out to the front. The, the ones one we listed, listed, yeah. those are the two that are going to go out. Yeah. So the question becomes, to me, do you think the three is going to go get one of these? Is that three or that six going to catch? One of these, because if that's what we're going to gamble on here, we can eliminate the one and the five. I, I don't I think we can eliminate the one. I, I will not let you eliminate the one. The thing with the one is he's shown he can sit off of it. I don't really think he needs to be on the lead. Yeah, he's got to be on the ticket. He's scary to me. The five, I guess the five's kind of set off of it too, to be honest. Uh, I mean, we can't play them all. No, I, I was one, three, six. I I, I just, you're going to throw that five out. That's what I originally had. All right. All right. I like, I've always liked the six. I've loved the way of the three. I know the three is going to run good. I just, he doesn't win a lot. Um, well, I think, I think it's going to be a hell of a race. And it is. And I think if you're back in the three, your, your thought process, hope, whatever, however you want to phrase it is, he's going to get better with Pletcher. Yeah. And he's very good at seven furlongs. So at least that was my thoughts. So uh, I, I think, honestly, I think it's one three. Uh, and I think the six, I, if I was going to cut another one. It'd be the six. Let me look. Let's look at that six again. Okay. Let's see what he's done. All right. This is his races this year. Mm -hmm. By the way, before you start, New York bred uh, going against open company did beat open company three back and an allowance, but go ahead. Yeah. But this isn't an allowance. This is a great two. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So this year, he finished second in an allowance, losing by half length, length, third, losing by one and a quarter lengths in an allowance, second in an allowance. He won an allowance, finished second in a hundred K stakes, and third, and this was a New York stakes, New York bread, mm-hmm. finished third in a two hundred K. I think you leave him off. I do too. I think you take a shot right here with the one and the three. 
from from a budget standpoint, yes. Like I said, we're trying to play a ticket in the one hundred dollar range. I, I think if you could got a bigger budget, you you add a horse like that. But I think for what we're trying to do, I think you leave him off. I I do too. Okay. I don't think he's proven enough. Yeah, I I I, I question that the that he's classy enough. That's what I mean. Well, yeah, okay. So you said we're saying the same thing, just different. Yeah, he's not proven yeah. enough. He's not. Yeah. I'm going back through here. Uh, he's never won a big race, you know, a big stakes no. race. No, no. He never has. Mm-hmm. Whereas Wayburn, you know, he's here's a grade three, here's a grade two. He didn't win, but he's been in them. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's a grade two, a grade one. You know, he's been. He's, he ran in the Jim Dandy. He, you know, he's been in bigger races. Yeah, for sure. Uh, he's not won a bigger race. but It feels like to me the one is the class. No doubt. And the three is the one that could improve. A- and when the three runs his best race can can challenge the one. Um, you know what, though? When you look at Candyman Rocket, He's flunked every test in a big race. <laughs> well, now I yes and no. So the count fleet, yes, but that was a disaster, right? Yeah, it has since, to be. Since he's come back from this recent layoff, he three out of his four races have been really good, including <laughs> last time out. I thought he the was great. Really three's good his best win. The last race is his best win. Yeah, and that's the same kind of thing we got here. Now it's an extra furlong, so that's. That's a questionable thing too. So, um, and, and you know, Nick Feldman's here. He likes the two a little bit. A horse, a three technique you mentioned, but we don't have oh, listed. Yeah. And yeah, he was a neck behind Cody's uh, wish at a mile last year at, at Churchill. So, yeah. Well, yeah. I think you got to decide between the five and the one. Which one's going to win? That you know, who's going to outlast the other one? Mm-hmm. If they get in a duel, mm-hmm. um, little Vic. His best win is a grade three as well. So here's what we got to go short somewhere. We have to. Yeah. Yeah. Unless we decide to just go short in the next race. Well, so here, here's what we have Uh, right now. We we didn't, we did, we have not singled made that official. We're singling yet in that first leg. So we, we are two, five, in the first leg, one, three, four, seven, eight, leg two, two, five, nine, eleven, twelve, leg three, one, three, leg four, and then one, two, six, seven in leg five. That's a two hundred dollar ticket. Obviously, we're gonna trim it down. But one way we could trim this thing down is just single the five, and we have a hundred dollar ticket right there. So I think the question you gotta ask yourself now: do we single the five, Fort Bragg in the first leg? And then we just use the four horses we've got in the last, and we're good. Okay. Or do you keep I, that? Do you keep Saudi Prince on there? Or what? Was that, what's his name? Saudi Crown. Saudi, Saudi Crown. His name? <laughs> Saudi, Saudi no Crown. Do you keep him on there, and try to get a little bit shorter here in the last leg? Yeah. Uh, or we could get short in the last leg, and add another one in the ninth. To do that, we're probably going to have to single that five, though, in the first leg. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So 
let's say we added a little Vic or mm -hmm. some other horse in the ninth race and we singled the sixth. So that's five, 25, yeah. 75, and we're going only two in race uh, 10. Mm -hmm. To turn 50. Yeah, I divided by two. Yeah. But so that's an option for sure. <laughs> no, yeah, no, I'm, I didn't mean Tell that. Oh, by the way, you have answered that question. You don't like that one. So that's okay. <laughs> you would rather go deep in that 10th race, deeper in the 10th race, and then shorter in the ninth. I think part of my problem is. Okay. I, and this is, I'm just, I have been knocked out of the last leg of these things. Because you went short. In the last two months. Yeah. So many times. It's incredible. But with that being said, it's no, it's not because I've went short. It's just because I always get knocked out of the last leg. Um, I've been four deep and got knocked out. So I'm not against it. Um to me, the logical horses are the one, two, six in the last. Leave out the seven. Uh, yeah, I don't like the seven very well. Well, get him off. Okay, so that would make it. Okay, so let's let's add a horse in the ninth. You want to add little Vic? Not well. I can be talked off of. I'm just let's see what we got then. Mm -hmm. We got twenty five seventy five times three. So it'd be a little over two hundred dollar ticket. Right, that's single in the five. If you single the five, hold on. Sorry, I didn't do that right. Just a second. Five, <laughs> five, three. It's like two hundred twenty-five. Well, you play at fifty cents. That'd be one twelve fifty. Right. I don't hate that. Okay, let me look at. Let's go back and look at this nine again. This is exactly what we do, folks. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not even funny. I mean, it's not even close. It probably doesn't make for like the greatest like radio TV or TV show, uh, uh, YouTube show as far as the smoothness. But this is like if him and I were sitting at, at the table doing this the night before exactly. we we're going to go to the track. So, yeah, you get a little bit of that on it as well. Um, and well, it all comes down to this. OK. Who do you want to go with two horses in the ninth race or four horses in the 10th? That's what it comes down to. Are you pretty confident that little Vic's not going to win? Do you want to take a flyer and go with four horses in the 10th race? And you got October bliss as your fourth horse, a horse that could win. Logic says, and again, horse racing has no logic. I don't like the seven in the last. I, I okay. famous last words. I just don't. I, I think okay. you can go one, two, and six in the last and be fine. Okay. Logic says you would go deeper in a forty thousand dollar claimer than a stakes race, wouldn't it? Mm -hmm. But this doesn't look like too deep of. $40,000 claimer field. You know what I mean? It just doesn't, it looks like a couple of fairly obviously obvious betting horses in the two and the six. Mm -hmm. But you got to protect yourself a little bit too. I, I just, I, 
I'm not comfortable going just three deep or just two deep in the tenth. Okay. Well, well, not don't let me. I mean, <laughs> talking to the expert and comparing him with well, me. You mean? I, I I think I think if you go Fort Bragg single in the first by five by five by three by three, that's one twelve fifty. Okay. And then the I other think thing that's our best option. Okay. The other thing is, do we want to maybe throw out another one in that seventh and eighth, or do you want to stay with five in each one? You know, I. I feel like, especially as we've talked it out now, again, whether the opinion's right or wrong, that's whatever. Right. But I feel mm -hmm. like as we've really talked this out, our strong opinions, first leg, obviously, and last two legs. And I think, you know, you list out five horses in those other two legs and it's like, ah, I don't know who to, who to cut. Yeah. I just couldn't, shouldn't cut any of them, you know? Well, that's, that's not a, that's not an overly priced ticket for a pick five. No, and like I said, it's a split ticket. Um, yeah. So we're going we're going halves on it. So I I think it makes sense. I, I think that's the best. I think it's the best structure. It, it still has a potential for some nice payouts. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's good. And the thing is, too, if we miss the first leg, we don't have to watch the rest of them. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be watching the rest of them. <laughs> um, yeah. Sort of. Not me. I'll be pissed. I'm a sore loser. Well, yeah, you won't have to, but I'll be watching. It. No. All right. All right. I'm going to put it up on the I'll, screen. Now. I'll be so mad. If All right. There I it is. So I will uh, leave that up on the screen now. So that's what we came up with. Combined uh, pick five ticket here. We're going to single the five Fort Bragg in the first leg here. Um, debated it. Uh, you know, I, I think everybody would be, would feel a lot more uh, safe if you went to five, but you know, you just can't do that. You got to take a stand. You either got single the two or single the five. We chose the five. So Fort, Bla Fort Bragg is a single one, three, four, seven, eight in leg two, two, five, nine, 11, 12, leg three, one, three, and five, leg four, one, two, and six, leg five, $112.50 ticket for the late pick five at Belmont. Are you, are you uh, completely satisfied with that? Sure. <laughs> now, don't act so confident. <laughs> no, I didn't. No, I mean, it's it's a very tough sequence. Yeah. Because to me, that ninth race is tough. Yeah. I really and there's, you know, you only got seven horses in a in the field, so you think, okay, we can go real short here. But I can see an upset coming out of that because those horses are pretty good. You know, they're all decent. That might, to me, that was that's the hardest part of, of this. The five makes sense to single because that horse has raced is far better than that two has. Right. Yep. So if the five doesn't win, I'm not going to sit here and kick myself because logic says that's the one you pick. It, yeah. And you got to single. Well, you have in, in a race like that, you you just cannot play them both. You can't. I don't think so either. So you have to, you just have to make a decision. Like I said, if, if your, if your opinion or your decision is wrong, well, that's whatever, but structurally sound, you, you can't play them both. And look, you need the coverage in the other legs. Yes. Um, that's the deal. It's a logical winner. That five is right. Yep. Much more logical than anything else you can single on this pick five. Yep. And I think on most pick fives, you, 
unless you're loaded, unless you're rich, you've got to try to single something, right? right? <laughs> I agree. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you do. Uh, no, but I agree. You're going to lose your ass every time. I mean, you there, can't bet a well, whole bunch of money on this unless you got a whole bunch of money. There are situations where you can go, you know, you can you can go like two horses in two races and then try to spread yeah. it a little bit yeah. on that. Yeah. But I, to me, the your other option is really to try to press in the last leg or in the second to last leg, a much tougher race than the than the Fort Bragg uh, race, but there I mean you can make a strong opinion. Hey, Candyman Rocket's just gonna outclass him. Hey, the three's really gonna improve with with Pletcher. Even uh Docs for Sheriff Bianco, hey, the pace is gonna set up and, and that horse is gonna roll. Like there are there are angles, right? Sure. Um and that's that's just it. Like like Doc said, he said sometimes he has a single that's that, that's six or eight to one. Well if I'm not saying Doc, you're gonna single Sheriff Bianco, but if if you wanted to get aggressive with that horse, 10 to one, that's a single, you've got a strong opinion on it. Sure. Do it. Yeah. I, I just think in our situation, it, it, it just kind of feels like the five is, is the strong opinion that we I have. So. Yeah. Doc, do you like the five? He in loves the- it. He says he's betting a thousand. On, no, I have no idea. What did doc say? I think he, he may, I don't know that he gave us an opinion on that one. Uh, he did. Well, he's listening. I just asked him. So, all right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Let us know, Doc, if you like the five there. Uh, whoops. John oh. likes the two. So he's going to try to press the two. And you know what? Right. That's just fine. I, I we're not, John, I can't sit here and argue with it because no. I think you're making sense. We're uh, not horse racing Twitter. Right. Where we say, John, you are an idiot. What kind of ticket is that? Yeah. No, no. <laughs> no. no. We'll never say that. Never. Uh, so yeah, uh, Tay, a doc, a doc agrees with that. As well. By the way, Larry, Larry Ravelli made a statement that he thought his horse, two fills, who's that's a tragic issue too, where he got hurt. A very just, I don't know. He would, he just made a statement that the horse was starting to become a secretary and horse racing Twitter went crazy. Oh God ridiculous the guy didn't mean anything by that and yeah here we go uh absolutely dr tang absolutely he didn't mean a thing and people just what kind of an idiot is that you know it's just why would you get upset over that he just lost the best horse he's ever gonna have probably yeah he's heartbroken about it and he just said it as just an innocent statement. And then you got all these so-called experts going, well, God, that horse is not secretariat. Uh, really? Why don't you just say something obvious? You know? Oh, I, I'm getting off there too, Aaron. I about had it. Oh, you need to get off of it. You you, you need to get off of it. <laughs> and Gosh, listen, I, hey, up. if you're on here right now and you enjoy Twitter, that's fine. I'm, I mean... Sure, but lighten up. Well, no, I mean, even if you just get on there, you laugh at that kind of stuff. That's all. Oh, right. I know. I'm not like judging people for being on there at all. No, but it's my life's a lot better without it. Well, I mean, I just, <laughs> it, it, I mean, I understood exactly what he was saying. The, the craziest thing about it, people, and I'll, I'll I'll tell you this, 
I don't, I don't know how to word it, but everything is made a big deal on social media, right? Like this comment and then people are mad and people are, none of this is a big deal. Like literally none, like guys will come, you know, like, like magic or Samich or Jared will say, gosh, did you hear about such, such, such? And I was like, didn't hear about it. Didn't care about it. (laughs) It's not that big a deal guys, you know, but, but it breeds. Yeah. Everything is amplified for no reason. That's perfect. It, 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 it's just like constant, like just everybody getting upset, you know? Yeah, I just read that statement and I felt sorry for Larry Ravelli, which I felt sorry all along for Larry Ravelli. And everybody connected with this horse who looked like he was emerging into a potential star. Mm -hmm. And then this happens. It's tragic for the connections and everything that have been waiting their whole life for a horse like this. I know. And and here's another thing. We're just assuming he was going to be a great horse. He only you know, he won the Ohio Derby. That's not yeah. exactly fantastic. Yeah. He looked great. Uh, I, I was just getting ready to say this. Uh, Brian Bellow had a no-hitter for the Red Sox through seven. He gave up a hit to, to lead off the eighth inning. So. Way to go, Rob. Way to yeah. go. The no-hitter is done. <laughs> By the way, perfect game last night. Oh, my God. The 24th perfect game in Major League Baseball history. Um, I I had I had the MLB package so I can watch any team, and I hadn't watched the Yankees in the A's because it was a blowout. But I got on my phone in the seventh inning. I thought, oh shit, there's no hits, and so I watched the eighth. I'm like, oh my god, there. And then I'm watching. I'm like, there hasn't been any errors. There hasn't been any walks. This guy's got a perfect game on the line, and so he gets the gets the job done. Perfect game. Jermaine uh, was the pitcher. <laughs> This guy was almost out of the rotation. He was getting yeah. bombed, and he throws a perfect game. Unbelievable. Well, I heard their pitching coach say that he thinks he might be coming the next Nolan Ryan. <laughs> what? I'm making a play on Larry Ravelli saying his horse was becoming the next secretary. Oh, my goodness. That went right over my head. Very <laughs> good job. What? What's going on? See, yeah. I've still got a little bit of – sharpness left in me you do just a bit <laughs> i belong on twitter that's i really do <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's why you haven't left it yet so um yeah infield hit gets it done here uh interesting enough this is a zero zero game um, oh it is yes uh so he he's got to bear down here and get some out he's almost to 100 pitches as well they do have guys warming up in the pen so this will be interesting to see. Okay, the no hitter's gone, but can he get the win or well, yeah, or at least you know exit this game? Nothing, nothing. So yeah, I'm sitting there and I'm pitching like that. I'm going in that dugout. I'm throwing bats around. I'm doing everything. So would you guys get out there and score a run? <laughs> well, <laughs> you know the the Marlins uh, pitcher Lazardo, he was he was fantastic. Oh, the Marlins are well. playing great. They're playing fantastic. Yes, they are. There's a base hit again, and now they're going to have runners first. And oh third. boy. Nobody out. Top eight here. Uh, Nardi's on the mound, and 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 and. By the way, it's my my, my Miami Marlins hat here that <laughs> just came in today. Uh, uh, you got to be out of your mind. Nardi's on the mound. I call him the Nard Dog. I think I don't think anybody else uh, calls him that. But uh, now here's you know, folks. Here's what is so interesting. This guy wouldn't watch a baseball game. No. If you took a gun to his head. No. 
Nope. Now, he's now, a, now, back up though. I would when I was when I was growing up, but not now. But not now. Mm -hmm. But now he's betting these games every day, and he's on a roll, and he watches every baseball. He can tell you anything you want to know. Yeah, I think true. you're going to Cincinnati Reds game. Is that right? Yeah, I am. Yeah. Cincinnati Reds. Look at this. Yeah. Red. Oh my God! Now he's buying. <laughs> this is un. <laughs> this. <laughs> this is this is I can't believe this. It's it's meant to be. So we're driving home from New York when we stop by to go to the Reds game, you know. Yeah. So the Reds are playing the Marlins. Wow! And these are my two favorite teams. Like, now oh, let's great. be fair; they're his two favorite teams because he's getting them right every night. Absolutely, he doesn't care otherwise. Now. <laughs> Now, I also i I kind of like Tampa Bay too. <laughs> How many do you have? Have you got some more? I've only got one more. What do you got? Well, what would you guess? What would you Arizona guess? Diamondbacks? <laughs> That's right, the Diamondbacks. Okay. Now, this is an easy, easy. Answer to this question: Which four teams are he make? Is he making the most money off Rob off of right at the moment? And it's those four. Well, wait a minute. One for the season, definitely. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Number two for the season, definitely. <laughs> the Marlins. <laughs> oh, uh, this is crazy. I do really. I I do. I really. Honestly, I like to watch Tampa. Uh, they're now. I think you bet Tampa today, didn't you? I did. I got it. Yeah, that was a good pick. Um, I like to watch Tampa. Their prices a lot of times where you can't bet them. Right. But gosh, I really like their team. I like their pitching. I like their uniforms. I think I like, their, I like their nickname. The I think Devil Rays. Hat, don't you? Yeah. That's a nice ball cap. You, you know? know, Cincinnati's hat is classic. It's classy. Yeah. 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 Um, I kind of like the Diamondback myself, but yeah, that's a cool, that's a cool uh, mascot too. Uh, mm -hmm. That's a good team. Mm -hmm. yep. Now, here's the difference between me and him. Okay. He sits there and he watches all of these games. Correct. Yeah. And I'm picking them every day too. I just kind of follow them on the ESPN lamp uh, deal, so I don't have to sit there. And watch every pitch. I do that some. Okay. Because I only have one, one or two screens going. So I, you know. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm really mad at the Diamondbacks, though. So you um, picked them today. Well, not only that, but I had uh, last night they were plus one thirty five, and I picked them, and they blew it in the ninth inning. Yeah. So. Yeah, but I'm not you know, quite on them yet, you know, I, I, I think they're good. They need another pitcher. Yeah. I, one thing about it, you, you kind of, if when you're betting baseball, you really, really need to realize that shit happens. Like you can't, <laughs> you just can't. You, you mean can't like uh, Kansas City scored it... two today in the bottom of the 10 to beat the well, Guardians? Yeah. You can't you can't get mad about it. You really can't because it's just it's a high variant game, which makes oh. it great to bet, right? Well, 
for us old dogs like me, adjusting to the fact that the starting pitcher only goes six innings. Nowadays, yeah, I know. I've had to adjust and quit getting mad as a manager for taking them out. But I, as Rob said, so many blown saves. What happened? New Marlins score. <laughs> this is what he likes to do, folks. He sits out on his deck, not tonight because it's too hot. But he sits out there and he, he's got his four hats. Yeah. And he just switches caps. Well, and then Heather, is- <laughs> Heather knows who's ahead by the cap he has on. Now, now they, I just got these today. Oh, okay. I, I had them on order, so I just got them. But, uh, but I, I think if you're betting baseball now, and I'm really busy right now, I don't have a chance to really get into it when I'm betting. But um, got to check out the bullpens of these teams now. Yeah. Because the bullpen means so much. Yeah. In these games, because you're going to they bring them in the seventh, something, the eighth at the latest, and they got to hold those leads, and it's not easy to do. So. Yeah. Well, even even the listen. Most of these pitchers go five six innings. Now you do yeah. have your elite ones that can go longer, but most of them are going five or six. So, to me, starting pitching, it's still. I mean, it's still extremely important, but it's not like it used to be. No, like if if you see a guy that's really good but the other but the other team has a guy who's serviceable and you're like well i think they can get it to the fifth or sixth inning and it's going to be close take that plus money team mm-hmm. that's the biggest thing i've i've learned and and uh get in there hey and there's another hit all right so anyway bases loaded nobody out so anyway um that's that's the thing i like uh uh let's oh, well boy. i don't have any i don't have any off the top of my head uh but i, I you know I, a lot of times you can get a plus money team and it's like your advantage is a starting pitcher. Well, they get to the sixth inning and the game's one to one and the pitcher's coming out. Well, yeah, all of a sudden it's a toss up game, but you have plus money on your team, you know? And look again, I, I really, if you're going to start betting baseball, you really just have to let it slide right off. Right. Like last oh, yeah. night when Arizona blows that game, you can't throw shit around and be mad. You just well, be like, oh, it's baseball. It's baseball. The problem about betting those late night games when they blow them, I have trouble going to sleep for a while. I'd rather lose an early game. Yeah, like I backed I and this is my I did something stupid today. Um I backed the Indians or Indians, the Guardians at a short price. That's a and good I, bet, I, usually. I usually don't do that, but I thought, ah, that's just a. Yeah, the price was short. And they they are up to nothing. They blow it in the eighth. A guy stole home in the top of the 10th for the Guardians and got it. (laughs) And I'm like, he stole home. This is amazing. And then they gave up two runs in the bottom of the 10th. You were almost ready to buy a Cleveland Guardian hat. If Listen, if they would have closed that out, I would have got a Guardian's hat, but. (laughs) <laughs> Instead, they blew it. So no, but again, you, you just have to let it slide. You have to realize it's 162 games. There's going to be nights you go 0 4. That doesn't mean you're stupid. It just means the variance wasn't your way. It, you yep. just have to go about that like that. And see, Rob's found a niche he's doing now. No run, first any bets to uh, pad his parlay a little bit. Ooh. 
And so he's he's That's nailing it on that. And Rob, if it was me, I would pick the wrong game. So <laughs> <laughs> But that's something that you've found. So, yeah, that Rob, that kind of reminds me much, much quicker bet, much easier of, uh, you know, under goal and half first period hockey, you know? Mm -hmm. Yep. So find your little stuff that you do and just hit it and uh, go from there. My parlay is already off the table tonight, so I don't have to watch any baseball. (laughs) What did you do tonight? I had the Angels. And I forget the other one. Um, here, let me look. I don't remember. Uh, let's see. I, I I actually had to work today, so I'm kind of in another world. Uh, <laughs> I had Angels got beat by the White Sox. I I don't know why I picked the Angels. I don't ever get them right. That was so dumb. I had the Angels and the Mets. That was stupid too. So that was kind of a dumb parlay. Well, the Mets are ahead two to nothing. Okay, because Scherzer's pitching, and he's pitching good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's what I beat. Uh, was it Verlander? Did they beat Verlander, the Brewers? Or did they lose? That might have been last night. No, no, I don't think they faced I think them. they may. Actually, I don't think they beat Verlander. I can't remember. It's I Listen, it's, I watched too many of them. He's not pitching as well as uh, no. Scherzer is. That's what I was going to say. Verlander's not not pitching very well. No. So you can, you can go against and him. And I'm wondering, uh, somebody... Post on here just a minute that uh, Wayne Wright got clobbered uh, tonight. Yep. I'm just wondering how much longer the Cardinals are going to keep throwing him out there. I mean, they're the guy's a tremendous person, yeah. and it's been a great face for the program or the the program, the the city and the team and everything else. Yeah. But there's a time when you've got to say, "Hey, we got to go another way." Yep. So. Yeah, it's sad. Um, he gave up six runs in an inning and a half, uh, inning and a third. He got clobbered against the Cubs the other day over in London. The curveball just isn't breaking like it used to. It doesn't have that no sharp break that has it's been not. his trademark throughout his career. But what a good role model, a good guy. Oh, yeah, for sure. For yes. sure. So, um, yep. yeah, I mean, two World Series. You can't take away what he did. No, but it's, no. it's time. It's he good guy, it. too. Great guy. Good blues fan also. Yes. Yes, for sure. Um, all right. Any final thoughts before we get out of here? Um, no, I don't have any final thoughts. Uh, anything you want, you want to, you want a quick question or do one quick question, then we'll get out. Well, this one's going to be easy. I think. Okay. I got two. Okay. Would you rather scuba dive or skydive? Oh gosh! <laughs> or if I put the answer neither, would you say that? I would say that. Um, well, there's no way I'm ever going to skydive. Yeah, I think scuba dive would be the answer. Um, I could not skydive in a million no, I, years. I don't have any interest in that. Skydive, Phil says. Really. Jesus. Skydive, I listen. The only way I'd skydive is if the airplane was going to blow up. Well, and yeah, then, you didn't have an option. <laughs> well, I might take my chances. <laughs> no. If we were I, over water where I would fall down in the water, I just don't think I could do it. I, I just don't. I've got one. You guys tell me if this is normal, okay? Mm-hmm. 
Phil says he's scared of heights. He hates heights. I don't know. Scared, hates, whatever. I never, heights used to bother me none. Like, not at all. Didn't care, whatever. Mm -hmm. I am terrified of heights now. Really? Yes. Why is that? Well, you've had some vertigo type problems, haven't you? Yes. Uh, you think that's it? Just yeah. mentally, I, I, I think yeah. I'm scared. Yeah. Yeah. Now I can go up in a building up high, you know, it doesn't bother me. Oh, it, it does me now. Up in a stadium doesn't bother me if I'm on the top row. Okay. Weirdly enough, that doesn't bother me. Well, I am having trouble as I get older of walking down steps at a height. Like if I'm on the top row of the bleachers, even in a basketball gym and a smaller gym, I struggle going down the steps. I get dizzy and it's, that kind of a height bothers me. Like when we go to the, to the Cotton Bowl in, in Dallas and yes. we're on that top row, yeah. I struggle going down those steps. I get dizzy. I don't know if that's kind of – it's not what you're talking about. But um, So when you're in an airplane, does it bother you? No, that doesn't bother me. Okay. But say we're in a hotel and it's it's one of the – like a high-rise – not a high-rise, but like a 30 – story hotel so, yeah that doesn't bother me and say i'm 18 stories yeah there. you can't I look down can't near the window anymore okay. and if there's a balcony i ain't going out on it oh okay that is that's very interesting the yeah. last time we were in vegas that was uh we, we we were up we were at the mandalay bay we we're up oh a little over mid and like everybody's like heather was like that's really cool and i was like all right now stay away from that you know yeah, hmm. yeah. that's good that's so, huh. Phil says he'd take a rocket into the atmosphere before a submarine ride. I well, after what we just heard, I'm kind of with you on that one. <laughs> I, 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 he also said, you know, the ocean's scary or, or a lake where you would scuba dive. I agree yeah. with that. But if I had to choose, because I can swim really well, I have no fear of swimming. Um, I would definitely scuba dive. I, I just don't think I could jump out of an airplane. I don't think I could. See, like, I'm not scared of the ocean, but I'm scared of that part of the ocean where they take you to scuba dive, right? That's... Well, you're just afraid you're going to run into something, probably. There's... A, you're you're out of your element. I didn't say I wanted to do it. I said right. I could do it. Okay. I'd be more afraid to do it in the lake. The um, lake scares me. That's weird. Why? It's got all those... Trees and tree limbs and junk brush down in there where the ocean's just kind of coral and I, I could swim. I don't know why, but I think I could do the ocean for it. Maybe the ocean's clearer. Maybe I don't know. I've never seen a clear ocean before. Yeah, I know. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> all right, scratch all of that. Um, but I, I, there's no way I could jump out of an airplane. I just could not. Uh, I just couldn't. Yeah. Which leads uh, to another Phil, question, real what? Phil, well, as I say, read, read one more here. Phil says he's learned way too much about the ocean since the submarine accident. That that's yeah. true. Yeah. yeah. Okay, you got one yeah. more. Like, okay, it's kind of on the same lines here. Are you afraid to swim in a lake? No, I'm not. You're not. No. I don't like to swim in the lake. I, if I think that's a you thing. I, I don't know. No, no. If it's a lake and there's a swim beach, you know, where there's concrete where I put my feet, I'm okay. Or if I'm out in the middle of the lake and there's no bottom, you know, it's real deep, 
I'm okay. But if I'm swimming around where I feel the bottom and there's rocks and that kind of stuff, uh-uh. Um, yeah, I'm not that way. No. How about a creek? <laughs> no, that's fine. I can swim You'll swim creek. in a creek. Yeah. No. But the ocean doesn't bother me at all. No, <laughs> doesn't bother me either. Yeah. Doesn't bother me at all. Lake George. Very it's I've seen that. Never been in it. Never swam in it, yeah. but seen it. Yeah. And I get I get bored in a pool, but obviously a pool's the best. Like, well, yeah, but like going out into the ocean and swimming, that's fine. Yeah, I don't want to go way out in the middle and go down. Right. And I've been I've been bit by a crab, a jellyfish, stung by a jellyfish, stuff in the ocean. But and I'm getting ready to go in five or six weeks. It doesn't bother me at all. See, I've had a race swim right by me. That was pretty scary. I will admit that. Yeah, I've never had any of that. So yeah. Love me a lazy river at a theme park. Me too. Those are the best. That's pretty much heaven right there. Yeah. Especially if it's like like if it's 99 out like it is today. It's like, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. One more and we're out of here. Hold on. Hold on. Snap That's not the right lake. there. <laughs> Take your That's, off. That is what I'm scared of the most are turtles. I am scared of turtles <laughs> in the water. I'm not well, afraid. Of, I'm. A, I think I'm more afraid of a turtle in the water than a than a snake. One one of my buddies. Uh, he uh, he was a noodler. He liked to noodle. Oh, you know what that is, don't no you? No way I would do that. So no go out the banks and way you, in hell. So you go to the banks of the lake, right? And you, if you don't know what noodling is, look this up. It's nuts. You got to be out of your mind. But he was one tough bastard, and he he is a big old. He's just a farm boy and a tough yeah. guy. Yeah. Anyway, he would. So what you do is you go in those banks of the lake and you stick your it's hand a river in the water too. It's like, yeah. In the holes where these catfish are, and you pull out, logs. Yeah, logs and all kinds of shit, and you pull them. You try to pull out catfish, right? You oh, grab he, it with your hands. Oh yeah, with hands, with hands. Yes, and so you'd get catfish that long, but he'd get bit by turtles all the time. And he grabbed his. Oh God, that was a snapper! It's like, good yeah. Lord, you're you're insane. They're in water up to their neck, and yes. they're grabbing these fish yes. by the mouth and grabbing them out of these logs. Yes. And of course, look at what most of these guys look like. Yeah. They would kill you if they, you know, most of them slice you up with a knife. <laughs> Some of them are really nice, but no, I no way I would do that. Like I said, it's it's uh you know this guy he wasn't scared. He did not give a shit. He just went. He no. said, "We gotta get these. We gotta get these catfish out of here." And he just go grab them. There is <laughs> no way I would do that. You're like this guy's insane. <laughs> anyway, it's awful. Yeah. How long did it take you get in the ocean after you saw Jaws for the first time? Didn't bother me a bit. Okay. Right. I knew that shark was fake. Okay. <laughs> All right. There's okay. no way you can have a shark that big. Okay. All right. All right. I had another one I thought was really good, but time's getting us. Well, go ahead. If it's not super long. One cartoon character. What cartoon character would be your best friend? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it took me a long time to find that one. It's so dumb. 
No, it's not. I know who my best friend would be. <laughs> I don't know. Go ahead. Bugs Bunny. Wouldn't you like to have Bugs Bunny for your friend? Yeah. Okay. He'd always get you in trouble. Yeah. That would be fun. I agree. <laughs> yeah. He, he's, he's a good answer. Yeah. Bugs Bunny. I think Bugs would keep you cracked up all the time. I like Bugs. Yeah. yeah. He's a cool guy. Roadrunner would be pretty cool, too. <laughs> Shaggy. Shaggy. <laughs> Scooby-Doo might be mine. <laughs> yeah. It's Wiley Coyote, Foghorn Leghorn. He's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, the or uh, Yosemite Sam. Oh, good morning. <laughs> I liked Foghorn Leghorn. I do, too. He's cool. He's he really guy. is. I like Bullwinkle, Rocky and Bullwinkle. He's yeah, so, he's yeah. So See, because you would be smarter than him. <laughs> so he'd be a cool best friend because he's so dumb, you know. <laughs> Casper the Friendly Ghost. I don't know about that one, Doc. I always liked, uh, you You don't even know who this is, Chucky from Rugrats. I always thought he was. A yeah, I know who Chucky is. He was always funny. He was always worried about something. By the way, for you noodling people that are interested, just Google it on, not Google it, go on YouTube and just type in noodling videos and there'll be stuff on there. Yep. Barney Rubble. Yeah, Barney's pretty dumb, so he'd be a good best friend too. What about (laughs) Casper? (laughs) That one, I'm I'm trying to get where you're going with that one, Doc. It'd be a best friend you can't see because he's a ghost. Uh, I watched a movie called We Have a Ghost or something. I think it's We Have a Ghost. That's the name of it. Um, not bad. Have you watched The Mick on Netflix yet? I got ready to do it, but I, I know. I have not done it yet. I'm but guaranteeing you you're going to laugh it, your butt off. It's on the list. It's on the list. Anybody on here has seen The Mick the on Mick is good. Netflix? You got to... If you got kind of a offbeat sense of humor, I think you're going to like it. What is the best show right now on television? I never watched television, Phil. I couldn't tell you one show on a network. The Mick. <laughs> I don't really watch TV. I, I'm not a good person to ask. No, me not neither. Really. I'm not, I don't watch it much. I watch TV, but not like shows. Yeah. Do you watch um, regular TV? Or do you watch Netflix and streaming and that stuff? Uh, I watch the MLB package. Um, That's not regular TV. I watch We're talking NBC, CBS, ABC. No, I, if mm. I turn the TV on, I'm watching reruns of The Office. Yep. Or Parks and Rec. Yep. Or Two and a Half Men. Or Mash. I watch Mash some now. Or Mash. Get out of here. Go ball. Go. Yes, sir. <laughs> Two nothing. All right. Insurance for I like Porky the Pig too. He'd be pretty cool. Porky the Pig. The best should be your best friend. I I tell you what, yeah, The Office. It's classic. I tell you what, (laughs) talk about sitting out on the deck. I was out there and it was morning. There wasn't any baseball on, so I (laughs) I turned it on. It and I knew it was going to get hot. That's why I was out there. I want to enjoy it for until before it for a few days. And. I love The Office. It's my favorite. But Parks and Rec was on. It was so funny. Some of those were. Chris Pratt is so funny on that. He's hilarious. He came in into the office. He goes, guys, 
did you know that the food you eat gets turned into energy? (laughs) It was just so innocent. And I just died. And Heather came out. She's like, what are you doing? I told her. And she's like, that's not even funny. I said, you got to watch him do it. That's what was funny about it. You know? (laughs) I don't know. When you're watching it now, you're going to have a Cincinnati Reds cap on or Tampa Bay. That's true. Yeah. Well, we've got to get the Marlins home. They got their three outs away. We got to get uh, the closer. Oh, I don't know if it's Puck or Pook or Puke or however you say his name, but uh, he's coming in the big wild right. man. So we'll see. Good. He looks like he'd be a good noodler. Like he kind of looks like my friend that used to noodle. So are we talking about Mr. Andrews? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Mr. I can Andrews. see him noodling, no doubt. Oh yeah. Yeah. So all right, guys, we're gonna get out of here. Uh, it was fun. Good times uh, tonight. Yep. We. Hopefully this hits, and uh, I think if it hits, we're the new Magic Mike show. That's, that's okay. What I've been told. So, all right, guys, we're gonna go. See, thanks, you. guys. Yep. See you next week. This is Dude to Bet Sports. Dude to Bet Sports. It's your favorite show. Dude to Bet Sports. Where degenerates go. Dude to Bet Sports. Time to change your approach with Aaron Holderman and his father, the coach. Let's ride. Well, Associated Press is full of shit.